This is the Wednesday, April 14th edition of the Daily Wager podcast. Big night in the association last night and tonight, a special night for the Daily Wager crew. So settle in. As promised, we'll get you in and out in under 10 minutes. Welcome to the Daily Wager podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. I am Doug Kazarian alongside Joe Fortenbaugh. And Joe, we're about to make some ESPN history tonight. The second screen experience, if you will, a special edition of Daily Wager opposite the main broadcast of Sixers hosting the Nets on main ESPN channel. We will be on ESPN2 with a betting flavor of the broadcast. Yeah, brand brave new world, buddy. Like we did the rehearsal last night. We had a great time working through Clippers Pacers. And uh, it was awesome to see the NBA, the actual NBA, tweeting out a promotion of the broadcast tonight. It really shows how far the world and especially this country have come when it comes to legalized sports betting, man. It should be a blast tonight. Yeah, about half the U.S. states have added or at least joined the U.S sports betting party so um to appeal and just you know meet the demands of the viewer we're all adapting and obviously you and i have been in this space for a long long time but it's good to see us all figuring out ways to uh, meet the appetite of uh the consumer and that's a a little business speak but you know people want to talk gambling so we're going to talk gambling for them how about that and uh i may or may not drop that i was three and oh in my uh pre-game bets uh in the rehearsal you know (laughs) They may not count, but I'm going to make them count. So I'm going to mention them on air. Uh, No, look, I I think it's going to be a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun last night, and uh, it should be good. It should be a lot of fun. Obviously, our our team behind the scenes is so critical in in all of our shows, whether it be the podcast, the TV show, and they were great in the rehearsal with all the graphics. And we we, we experienced that as well in the NFL uh, version when we did this in January. We did. It's going to be a good time tonight. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm also looking forward to hearing what you're thinking about today's card outside of that game. Because I think we're going to give the people something here related to Philly, Brooklyn. But I didn't get a chance to talk to you this morning. I want to know what you're thinking on everything else. You know, I I like the under in this game to start there. I just think this Philly starting five is so strong defensively. And obviously Embiid's missed a bunch of time. And then naturally some of the other guys have missed some games here and there. They've only played 23 games together. Tonight will be their 24th, and they've won 19 of them. Uh, they've covered 14, so 14, 8, and 1. But they're also going under. So 14 of the 23 games have gone under. I'm not – it's hard to handicap Brooklyn right now. Obviously, had the afternoon win yesterday in Minneapolis. Don't know for sure if Kyrie's playing as of this morning. Uh, Harden's obviously out. We're not sure about Duran. He's on a minutes count. We had sort of a weak, bizarre effort after they were already down against the Lakers on Saturday night. Nice bounce back against this – um, you know, T-Wolves team that had not everyone themselves. So I just have to go under here. I, I think Phillies prides itself on defense. They both have identical records, so it's a true one versus two right now at the Wells Fargo Center. But I'm going to go under. That's my uh, favorite play, at least on this game. I completely agree with that. I'm playing that as well. I'm also going to play the Sixers minus two in the first quarter of this game. I like them to jump all over Brooklyn. Both teams can score and score early, right? They both rank very, very high when it comes to first quarter scoring. But the key is Philadelphia's scoring defense in the first quarter where they currently rank third first quarter scoring defense. So that defense you're talking about, that's going to be huge tonight. At the same time, like you said, what are we going to get from Brooklyn? Uh, Blake Griffin is banged up. LaMarcus Aldridge is banged up. Harden is out. Who knows what's going on with Kyrie? 
Durant played yesterday in Minnesota. Is he going to be on a minutes restriction if he plays at all? You talked about the fact that Philadelphia has only played 20-plus games together with their starters. That's a world of continuity more than what Brooklyn's going to trot out there tonight. And the big difference between the two is Brooklyn's defense, 24th in defensive rating, 25th in points allowed when it comes to the first quarter. I'm going to lay the two with Philly to jump on them early. Another game I'm looking at, Chicago and Orlando. Really don't expect a lot of people to tune into this game because, well, it's Chicago and Orlando. I'm going to play the Bulls team total here over 113 and a half points. I'm kind of going against the movement. It's been trending down, but there's two things we need for a successful team total over. Obviously, we need our team to score a lot of points, but we also want our team to give up a lot of points so that the game stays competitive late into the fourth. Orlando's 23rd in defensive rating, 18th in points allowed. They're giving up about 124 points per game over their last six outings. The bottom has completely fallen off. So I think Chicago is not going to have much of an issue scoring here. But on the flip side, we need Orlando to stay in it. I think that's possible. Chicago's 18th in defensive rating, and I don't see them getting a whole lot of stops on a consistent basis tonight. So play number two for me, Chicago's team total over 113 and a half. I like it all. Uh, I'm backing you there. I, we'll see. We'll see. Orlando f- feel like they'll get up for the old v- Vucevic revenge game. Uh, let's, <laughs> a, a game that has moved my way, but I wish it did not, is the Spurs visiting the Raptors. We posted plays along with some of our cohorts on ESPN.com's chalk section. And uh, Raptors were two and a half point home dogs overnight to the Spurs. I actually saw two at DraftKings late last night. Um, it's now four. But I'll still lay it. Uh, that's as high as I'll go right now with the Spurs, just because um, you know it's getting up there in terms of how you know those, we talk about key numbers in the NBA, things like that. I think with the Spurs, excuse me, it's up to five uh, at some places Whoa. now. I'll still lay it. I, I just think this Toronto team is checked out. It's probably the biggest disappointment in the NBA this year, given Nick Nurse, given all the other pieces they had, but no Fred Van Vliet. Not sure about Lowry at the time of the taping, although the line move would suggest. I, I Toronto just lost at home to Atlanta without Trey Young, Gallinari, John Collins. Um, and it just, wasn't and, close for most of that game. Yeah, and Tony Snell, too, like one of the best shooters in the NBA in terms of percentage for the three-point land. So I just think uh, San Antonio's is as reliable as they get. It's not like Pop's going to lay an egg here. I think they're going to go in, handle their business, and get out of Dodge. I'll lay the five with the Spurs. I can see why you'd want to do that. Final game for me, go all the way to the West Coast. I'm going to lay two with Washington at Sacramento. It looks like Rashawn Holmes is going to miss another game due to that hamstring issue he's suffering. That's a big blow to the Kings. With Holmes on the court this year, they're sixth in offensive rating. We know they can score, but we also know they struggle defensively. Without Holmes, 28th in offensive rating. So if the offense is going to bottom out to go along with a defense that already struggles, that's a really bad sign for the Kings. The Wizards, for as bad as they've been, have played some decent basketball as of late. They've won three of their last four. They've covered four of their last five. And their defense has slowly crept up the rankings. They were 30th in defensive rating for a long time this season, going back and forth with the Kings. They're up to 26th now. That doesn't mean a whole lot, but when you go against the Kings team that currently ranks dead last, and almost every defensive metric, I give the edge to Washington here. So I'm going to lay two with the Wizards. Quick final play. Don't love it, but it's my final play on the card. I just got to continue to fade this Thunder team. Uh, obviously, they had an impressive performance against the Jazz yesterday. We're leading, or at least down, leading most of the first half. But 
Um, and kept it pretty close, obviously, inside the number against Utah. I, I'll lay the 11 with Golden State. I think the Thunder are a G League team, although Dort is back. He's obviously solid. But a lot of the other guys out there, man, it is slim pickings. I think the Warriors just open up a can there. Um, so I'll lay the big number. It's 11 at Oak City. But, you know, back-to-back games, Warriors maybe starting to feel themselves a little bit, get back into this mix, maybe even try to make a run for the sixth seed, although it's unlikely there. But uh, I think Steph and company will be good to go for that game. So that's going to do it for us. Obviously, we appreciate everything you guys do for us. But it's important that you go rate, review, subscribe, all that fun stuff as we uh, try to get this Daily Wager podcast launched. We will see you tonight, 7 Eastern on ESPN2 for a little TV history, at least from the ESPN TV history, that is. And it's also available on ESPN Plus if you're on the move out there. So as promised today, in and out in under 10 minutes. We'll be back with you tomorrow here on the Daily Wager Podcast.